Hi, Ramon. Hello. Hi. But in Hello. other news, uh, should all people have the right to own guns? Oh, boy. How do you like that for a 180? <laughs> I don't like it at all, actually. <laughs> hate it. So severely. Oh. God, I actually, like, started my economics work today, and yeah. I can tell this is going to be a horrible class. Why? What do you hate about it? Everything. I don't get what's not to like about economics. It's the study of you. I don't care. I'm bored. Like, you don't like psychology or sociology or something like that? I haven't really done much psychology. You see, that's my favorite. Looking into people, that's, that's, all, that's why I was looking into being a psychiatrist and what I'm probably going to go into. Yeah, I... Absolutely not. Don't worry, I'll answer that for you. No, but it's it's just like... I don't know. I, I think people are fascinating. I'm also, I'm also only two chapters into this textbook, so maybe that's why I'm bored. Because well, it's a lot of, like, definitions and shit. What, um, what are you learning about right now in economics? Let me see the last note that I took. And just the way, just the way it's so convoluted and everything interweaves uh, with each other and just how, how civilization is just one giant breathing organism. I just don't know how, what's not to like. The last, like, actual thing I learned was positive and normative statements. <laughs> that sounds boring as shit. You should... No, it is. It absolutely is. I don't know why you can't... Economists offer crucial input into the policy process, but their advice is only one ingredient of a complex recipe. I don't Honestly, know why you couldn't just teach economics as a set of ideas, and, you know, with well, that I mean, comes definitions. Like the, first, the first thing that we did, we looked, that we read in the book, was the Ten Principles of Economics. That is the very first thing we learned. Yeah, all right. Was that and dry? Then, eh. Well, it's all about the way you present it's just it not as well. That interesting to me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it'll get interesting. I doubt I'm it. Not. Probably, probably not. The vast when majority seems to like, dislike economics. But I'm not just trying to like speed run my assignments. Maybe it won't get boring. But I don't know when I'm ever not going to be trying to speed run my assignments. Yeah, so. I, I, oh man, oh god, <laughs> I, I, I was having like palpitations the other day, and I was like having a mini, I, I say a mini panic attack. I was actually very, very chill. I've never had a panic attack ever in my entire life. Oof, um, can we switch? <laughs> god, I'm so, I'm such a chill guy. I genuinely had a panic attack in the bathroom at the restaurant Monday night. When Mo we were in LA. Monday night? Oh, wh why? What happened? I don't... Oh, I was having a really bad anxiety day and my mom was making me, like, order a convoluted thing and I really didn't have it in me to do that and then she was giving me a ton of shit for wanting to order. Oh, <laughs> so then I oh. ran off and had a panic attack in the bathroom. But wh what, uh... Bad anxiety day? As in, it... Just, just you woke up with anxiety? Kind of. Or were you it's thinking like, about something that... It was more of like, I think... Maybe not as much like a bad general anxiety day, but like social anxiety. 
wanting to be around people, not wanting to talk to people. The idea of talking to somebody that wasn't my mom or my sister was a genuine, generally terrifying. All right. Um, Yeesh. Thank you. <laughs> God damn. I wasn't seeing you Monday anyway. <sighs> no, it, the damage is done, Ron. Wow. The pain okay. has been dealt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but she wanted me to order. I couldn't decide if I wanted the wrap again or a pizza. And I was going to just do, because she wanted me to order a wrap for breakfast the next morning. So if I had to get a pizza and I was like, I didn't want to make it. A very too, difficult decision, Rowan. I did not want to make the ordering process too complicated. So I just ordered my pizza and I was just going to leave it at that. But then my mom was like, in front of the waiter, she was like, no, you need to order for the next morning. I was like, I don't want to do that. And she was like, you need a bunch of crap for just like wanting to make it easy. And then I like freaked out. For the next and, morning. But you were there in person because you rushed off to the restroom. Or were you ordering on the phone? No, we were there in person. We were at dinner that night. Oh, you were taking it to go. No, we were gonna. Yeah, we were gonna take the wrap for the next morning. I see. To go. I see. Well. <laughs> oh God. Did you enjoy the studio tours and everything, though? Oh, it was so much fun. Oh, I'm glad. It was a lot of fun. We saw. We went like. My it mother really works my for eyes. Paramount, yes, yet you refuse to try and get a Paramount tour. That's fine, you know. I didn't refuse. It wasn't on the list that my mom was using. No, no, no. I, you went to go. You, you tried they to go see Sony, in, but not Paramount. I, I get it. I No, I, wow. I understand. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, it opened my eyes to like a different part of filmmaking that and like TV making that I never thought about before. And just like the sets and how they're like a character in of themselves because they're getting dressed up and reused constantly. And like we drove through this little bitty jungle set that he kept listing off all of this stuff it's been used for. And I was like, we've been looking at the exact same jungle <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of times <laughs> oh, man. without realizing it. Can like, you, that was can you so name cool. one movie which he mentioned, which I might know? Uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic no. Park. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't say that. Surely. There's a scene with um, what's his name? Hold on. Uh, like new it? Jurassic Park or old Jurassic Park? That's a good question. I see. There's a scene with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay. And yeah. He was driving through the jungle. There's like that driving jungle scene. It was like a three minute scene. Mm -hmm. But they had to like. It's such a small path. Like we drove through it in like a minute, but it, they had to do like a couple minute scene. So what they did was they had him, they had the camera on one side, they drove one way, turned around, drove the other way, put the camera at a different angle, drove back, drove back. They did that for eight hours straight. <laughs> eight hours of driving footage for oh like a God. three minute scene. I was just sitting, I was like in total, I was just, wow. Um, I you know we saw a cabin set that was used in Lucifer, and I think that was the only set other friend stuff that I like genuinely recognized. And I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." I'm um, glad. I'm glad. It sounds like fun. What studio was this? It was, this was Warner Brothers. Oh, oh! I bet they have a bunch of interesting stuff. It was really cool. So we went through. It was raining, so it was like cold. But um, we like drove around the lot, 
and we went through that jungle that jungle set and then we just kind of like drove through the stages uh we saw the ellen set which was really neat um because <laughs> they weren't nothing was actually actively filming that day because it was martin luther because it was a holiday yeah um so we went and saw the ellen set and then we just kind of drove around the stages and then we got we stopped and we went and saw i don't actually know if it was the actual friend set or if it was like a recreation of the friend set um but we went to some little like cafe thing that was like modeled after friends um and then there was like um oh it was the script and production process there was like a little museum thing and then you went to the harry potter and advent and like action things oh, there was yeah. like Oh, DC. Yeah. You saw like a bunch of DC props. Most of them were Batman or one. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah. That sounds uh, so cool. Like, did you get into any really of their neat. animation stuff at Warner Bros? Uh, yes, we did a little bit. You saw the. Um, you could see like the voiceover process, um, and like the sound. Like I don't remember what they're called, but the people like sound effects. That was really neat. So how long um, was this tour? as far as time i think all in all it was like it was the actual like guided portion of the tour where you were like driving around all the sets i think that was like an hour to an hour and a half ish um i think it was closer to an hour and then everything else was self-paced so i think we were probably there for another hour and a half um so like i think all in all it was probably two two and a half hours hey, but um that, it just depends on how fast you go through the self-guided portion why is hunter typing in my dms right now <laughs> It's okay. Just ignore. Just run away. Why does he? Why does he want a selfie of me? What? Just no. It's it's. Oh, it's that's a dare. That's part of the dare. Is it? The, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because I'm not paying attention to any of that. I'm sure he also wants okay. it just to cuddle, but. Oh, Ruby's also asking me for a selfie. I'm sure. Because I was the last person to write in general, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. Yeah. Okay. I'm not answering either of you. So, <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, I feel so special. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. I think the whole thing was probably a couple hours, but um Oh I'm glad. It was really neat. It was a lot of fun. Um very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Did I didn't care as much about like some of the DC and Harry Potter stuff, but it was so cool to see. Did you ever try um, Harry Potter? Okay, funny story. My sister, while we were at this place, convinced me to start watching um and have you? so i am gonna watch the movies i'm not yet okay um because i told jada she's gonna have to watch them with me because i'm not watching them by myself sure um and she's been trying to get me to watch them anyway <laughs> but i was like i have some like moral issues with jk rowling as like a human so i was like i'll watch the movies and after that like i have no interest in reading the books unless i become so enamored with the movies that like i have to which i don't see happening but what do you hate about jk probably, rowling She's like a horrible person, isn't she? Whole what makes you say this? She's like, isn't she like very racist and just <laughs> a generally crappy person? Oh, well, I the only thing I remember what I, okay, so the only conspiracy that I remember her being in was she was very woke and then she got almost deplatformed because she she called women people with vaginas or no people right. able to give birth or something like that and she just got right. mauled by the left for that 
Yeah. I think she is also, like, not as... I don't think it's, like, as... Um, I mean, that's that's the only incident I remember her being in. So I she could I totally be... About, I saw a whole post that was, like, why you shouldn't be into Harry Potter, and if you are, you're a person. Um, that was, like, explaining <laughs> all the reasons. See, and to a certain degree, separate the author from the art from like the artist from the art but sometimes it's hard to do that when the author's ideals show so prevalent well it um, yeah if you dislike them that much to not like michael jackson and this is gonna sound awful i really do think he was a pedophile but mm-hmm. i have no problem with listening to michael jackson <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> no, and that's fine. I like that. No, no, that's no, and, and that's not even me disassociating the music with the artist. Right. That's just me not caring. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Not that I'm for. The, okay, just I, treat no, I me know, as a human here. Yeah, thank you. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And J.K. I think a lot of JK, my. You know what I they, think a lot of. Sorry, go on. They they really just effed over J.K. Rowling like an incredible amount in that she could totally be an awful person, but even if she is, even if she's like a KKK member, white supremacist, she created the whole Harry Potter series, right? And for the whole reunion of everything, like it was a Harry Potter reunion, it was massive. All yeah. the people were getting together. She wasn't invited. She created the thing. She wasn't invited. She wasn't invited. How crazy that. is that? I didn't know that. Because apparently, well, from what I said earlier about just the conspiracy she's been in, and again, I know almost nothing of the situation. I am not an authority at all, but that's the only incident I know. But from what you're saying as well, all that stuff amounted. But she wasn't invited. I think, honestly, the only, I can, not to like, because it's kind of shitty, but I think they were just worried about views. And I think they knew if they invited her and she showed up, nobody was going to watch. Because oh, the I don't think general it, no, no, no. I, I don't think it was, population hates her guts. I don't think it was a television thing or a movie thing. I think it was just a genuine... Well, I there c- was just a Harry Potter reunion that came out. Of- oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was that was what you were talking about. Oh, I, I had no idea about... I just knew that the cast had gotten together again. That's all I knew. Yeah, no. There was just a reunion special that came out on HBO on New Year's, I think. Um... And if that's the same thing, then they were probably just worried about view. I knew if she was there, nobody was going to watch because the general population hates her guts. That makes complete uh, sense. I just, I still think that that's such an awful thing to do to the creator of the entire series. Yeah. Not that she didn't steal yeah. all of that from various works, but you yeah. could say that about almost any creation. Oh, for sure. Ah, it's too bad. Uh, I'm trying to find something. Where is it? <laughs> uh, for it. she when she signed over the rights to Harry Potter for when they were going to make them into films, I believe okay. one of her only demands was no Americans. I find that very hard to believe from what no, no, I've no. heard about her. No, 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 no. She, I am almost, I'm like ninety nine percent certain she was like, I only want British people in this film. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. That's that's funny. But then again, an American direct... I oh, directed God. I'm so uncertain with that. But they got John Williams I don't know either. as a composer. Obviously, an American 
musical genius. Man. See, for some reason, <laughs> I forgot Americans aren't the only white people. <laughs> so what, when you said no Americans, I thought it was like, there's no way she was trying to be that inclusive. Um, <laughs> no, she, she was being exclusive. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That was really funny. I forgot that people existed. Maybe the entirety of Scandinavia, Germany, France. No, God. How did I just forget British people existed? That's How did funny. you forget any other whites existed ever? The entire country of Russia? I think I'm just so used to Americans being like the poster people for white people. I know. In the media. That it's like, oh, okay, no other white people exist. That's cool. <laughs> no other ones at all. <laughs> Not a single other white person. God, that's so funny. When, uh, no, it's, God, America is um, just right in the middle of so much shit all the time. That's, that, whoa, what just happened? That was weird. Okay, never mind. Man. I look like there's like a flash coming from that side. Flash? Flash? Yeah, is that you? Bang? Bang flash? Flabang? I, I don't want to promote it on gross speak sounds, actually. Thank you, though. <laughs> I appreciate it, though <laughs> I, I wouldn't... the offer, but um, no. <laughs> Hunter just told me to take a better selfie next time. I don't know what that means. It's another dare. Okay, excellent. I, okay. <laughs> it was give someone with a profile pic some tips on how to take a better selfie next time. You know what? I'm just going to ignore my phone. Oh, that's what I'm minute. doing. Yeah. Full I'm ignoring focus, everything they say to me. Full focus on the geeses. The geeses. <laughs> the geeses. <laughs> the geeses. No, I'm going to get a goose plush. Oh, you so should. And send the link Damn to me so I can get one as well. Name it geeses. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I am glad that you are watching the films because I think everyone should at some point. Yeah, I got to figure out a time to do it. Oh, this one's funny. That's really funny. Because um, I've had no interest in it before. And then like everybody and their mother was like, don't engage in harry potter or you're just as bad as jk rowling is which is meh. um no oh i, God, I think i think it goose, might be up your eye. alley i feel like it might be now that like i have a better idea just trying to be stubborn yeah um, like the concept behind it is really cool i feel yeah I, it's one of those things where it's like everybody who likes percy jackson likes harry potter well, the only, uh, literally the only people I've ever met who dislike Harry Potter, they don't even really dislike it. They refuse to observe it for religious reasons. Mm, I guess okay. magic usage or whatever. I, I don't yeah, know. that would make sense. But I've, I've literally just, okay, never found you... someone who dislikes Harry Potter because they just don't like it. I've found indifferent people, but never dislike yeah, see, for the longest time, I just didn't want to watch it because I a had no, like, had no genuine interest in it, um, and b I just didn't want to because everybody in there, everybody did. So I was like, I'm gonna be cool and not watch it. 
I'm um, getting that was like me with Fortnite. Really? I refused to play that shit. I played Fortnite. I did. Not for very long. <laughs> oh my god. What? Not for very long. Rolling. But I played it. Dominic. I played it, I played it before it got popular. My okay? wench one. I played it before oh. it was all over YouTube. Madame and once it got all over YouTube, I stopped. Oh, once my dad and my sister got so into it that they were going to like tournaments and shit, I was like, no, I'm done. I had so I'm much done. respect. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. What? No, but why did you... You're not even... That, that astounds me because you're not even a gamer. So. I, pl I played it mobile. Oh. <laughs> For the most part. I see. I played a couple times on either Xbox or like my dad's or my sister's, whatever, whoever used it the most um, on their like console, the computer thing. Yeah. Um, but I never really played it all that seriously. I was just kind of, oh, this is fun until <laughs> it wasn't. I like uh, shooting people. <laughs> Do you like shooting people? Not particularly. Then why did you I also wasn't people? very good. I also wasn't very good at it. So I was like, this is not worth my time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I will say, I wanted to so badly. Really? I did. I did. Because, you know, everyone I knew and their mother, as you would say, <laughs> were, were playing Fortnite. And it's like cross-platform, all the stuff. And it was like, oh, mm -hmm. my God, we can all get together. It'll be so fun. No. I refuse. <laughs> no. I, I need say, to abstain. I will say there was one Fortnite YouTuber that I watched the crap out of even after I stopped playing just because he was fucking hilarious. He was Australian. He was probably high and he was hilarious. Laserbeam? Um, shut up. I watched so much Laserbeam. I, used... I watched so much Laserbeam. <laughs> God, I watched so much Laserbeam. Because he was just funny. He was. He was really funny. <laughs> and I, I got back into him when he started doing Minecraft stuff as well. And it was... See, that's about when I stopped. Yeah, I, no, I... Because um... I've never really been into Minecraft. That's one thing I haven't been into. If Well, if I were to peg you as a... Let me stop right there. If I were to... <laughs> if, if I That'll were to peg you... <laughs> That'll be... Five hundred dollars. <laughs> Why is your impression of Barack Obama Southern? <laughs> Man, I don't know. It changes every time. That's so funny. I used to have like a, a like during the run for the presidency, I used to have a golden Trump impression. That thing was spot God. on. And now and That's then it so just funny. fell away. That's really funny. Sucks for you. Really funny though. It it sucks for me so hard. No. <laughs> All the hard, hard sucking going right to me right now. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Oh, yeah. So if I were to peg you. Don't. As a, too late. As a <laughs> Fortnite player or a Minecraft player, I would go Minecraft 100%. I would never imagine you were a Fortnite really? player. Never. Not in a million years. I wouldn't really call myself a Fortnite player because I didn't really play that seriously. And then I like stopped as soon as it got popular because uh, I was over it. 
Okay. Um, if you insist, I bet you played it after it was popular and still play it to this day and you just don't want to. I admit. don't. I absolutely don't. Do you recall when Fortnite fell out of the zeitgeist? Because it was it was like the flip. It was like um, it was a flip of a switch. I like I literally and I feel like I should know because my sister, and my dad played the crap out of it and they were like, like they played it like they went to the stupid tournament in New York and oh, it was God. right after that that it kind of died. And I don't know what about that tournament killed it. Um, or if I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the death of Fortnite or the rise of Minecraft that killed Fortnite. Because I feel like those happened around the same time. Yeah. That I, it was like Minecraft YouTube started getting back popular again and then Fortnite kind of failed, started falling because everybody was getting back into Minecraft. Right um, before the Dream SMP, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember. It was like Fortnite stopped. Oh, look, it's the Dream SMP. I remember thinking a few months before the SMP started, like gaining traction. I remember thinking, oh, God, that thing was such a freaking shit show too. There, okay, we'll get back to we'll circle around to that. <laughs> but um, I remember thinking, oh my God, there's just there's nothing. There's always something, you know. There's always yeah, something in the. There was that period of like, yo, what's going on right now? Yeah, there was just nothing popular. Like Fortnite died so fast, and there was like that period of time where it was like, "All right, what are we doing here? And what every, do I need to dive into?" Everyone who I followed was just kind of dying, and there was no new content being placed out, and it was just like, "What's the calm before the COVID storm?" Yeah. It, <laughs> oh man, it you think the, calm that? The COVID storm. But yeah, the Dream SMP. Holy shit! Oh, who the knew Dream that? SMP was. A was such a hot mess. Did you watch? Oh my god. I, okay. I am really bad at <laughs> peer pressure. So, like, when I see a lot of people getting into something, unless it's, like, something I'm genuinely have no interest in, mm -hmm. um, I will typically, like, try it. So I did end up, well, I watched, like, a little bit of the Dream SMP. Not a lot to say I was, like, a fan. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of followed the general storyline for a, for a hot minute. Like I re went and rewatched it, but it was like right when cancel culture was flaring up too. Oh. So it was like every other week, a new member of the Dream SMP was getting canceled for being an asshole. And I was like, "Yo, this is ridiculous." Flat. <laughs> like this is genuinely ridiculous. Every week, it was a new member of the Dream SMP that was getting canceled, and I was like, "Y'all." Yeah, but none of them really fell out. I don't think. I don't think they did, and that's the weirdest part. Is it was like everybody was a fan of everybody, and then people started getting canceled, and people started getting Some... literally watching them last week, like, and they never really fell out of popularity until the entirety of the Dream SMP kind of died. Which I don't even know if it technically did, or if I'm just not surrounded by it anymore. God, no, but it was really like every every other day, even just a new member of the SMP was getting canceled for some reason. And I was like, y'all, how how do you follow this at all? This is ridiculous. How just just how? No, but, but I, I was never. I will say that I I definitely fell into it, and I was a I was a fan. 
and I, I followed the things that, and I got, you know, hyped up for events and all this. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah I, was never, like, yeah. I was never getting hyped up for events, but I was like watching and I was like, okay, this is funny. I wasn't watching for Minecraft. I was watching for the dumb British people. Um, <laughs> dumb British people are the best. But I had four years of them. Then I got confused with the storyline and I just kind of gave up. I was like, I'm not interested enough to follow this right now. I remember when I um, first discovered it. Actually, when I first discovered it in about like a solid bit of time, like a really long time, I thought that it was not scripted. And I, I thought, I was like, wow, this is a really, just friends getting together, just, wow, there's a lot of drama, I love it. I had no idea it was scripted. <laughs> so you realized it was scripted? Well, no, so <laughs> there was one event where, you know, someone is trying to sp sneak up and spy on another person, you know. Uh-huh. And they join their voice call. And right. on Discord. And at the time, I'm like, Wait a minute. It gives off a little <laughs> blip when you join a call. That doesn't make sense. He would have surely noticed. <laughs> it's almost as if that's the point. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. What? That's really funny. I yeah, I, I was a poor innocent youth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what was going on. God. But yeah, no, it, it it was fun to follow and all that. And I don't recall quite when it just fell out of popularity. I don't either. I think I think the SMP was a more gradual oh, death yeah. mm -hmm. than Fortnite was. Fortnite just like disappeared overnight. The Dream SMP was like gradual until one day you realized, oh, I haven't heard about them in a hot minute. And of course, the uh, the members of the Dream SMP lived after the Dream SMP, and but they are now starting to die off as well. Yeah, like it wasn't until recently because I went and like followed them all on Twitch, even though I never watched their stream. And it wasn't until recently that I finally unfollowed them all because I kept getting notifications that I didn't want. Um, but it was like, even they don't stream all that often anymore. It's like they're definitely starting to kind of lose any tra any residual traction. Not that but they I need to keep remember. it up. Holy shit, the amount of money that they made off of that thing. No shit. And you've got... Wait, <laughs> I don't even know what came after the S&P. Like, after the... Like, what came after Minecraft? What is now? I think right now, I would say, would be, like, Five Nights at Freddy's talking games. I think a new Five Nights at Freddy's just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the period between Minecraft and this new Five Nights at Freddy's, I just, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I forget what it was. There was definitely something there. And I feel there was a certain resurgence, depending on who you followed. A lot of the older people on YouTube, older as, older, I mean by that, older channels, they right. started to definitely have, like, some sort of resurgence and all of that. Um, oh, yeah. Do you remember when a heist with Markiplier came out? Did you ever, did you know about that? With what? A heist with Markiplier? No, but there was that one channel that he had that was only there for a year for everybody getting into a tizzy about that channel. Unis Honest. Oh my God. Yeah, that. That was like, it's only for a year or something. That broke the internet properly. It really did. I never watched them, never heard <laughs> about to delete their channel. Um, 
but like that literally broke the internet and all i saw for weeks was that and i was like this is what how what <laughs> they, they just took over the internet for a whole year truly man what a play god what's going on with your auditions um i've not heard anything <laughs> which i would assume at this point means i did not get the, the way the way you said that was so <laughs> i have um, not heard anything we're still hopeful <laughs> we're not that's fine but um my theater stuff is starting back up again next week i think so i'll have that to focus on your theater stuff yeah the like online theater academy that i do training with um, Broadway Collective or is that sure. in person? Yeah, that's what the Broadway Collective is. They Excellent. do they have their in-person stuff, but their their main their main like academy is online. It's always been online even before the pandemic. Um and it's essentially just trying to make theater training accessible, which is the whole point of it being online is that you get access to like uh industry professionals without having to like pay the money to go to New York, go to LA or like go to these places and everything. Um which, I mean, just say like the program is not cheap, but it's like you don't have to... There are ways to do it that isn't going to New York. But they do have their in-person programs. But they just rebranded their program. So now it's like... It used to be Hello Broadway, but mm-hmm. now it's just the Academy. And I'm really glad they did this because I wasn't going to redo it. I wasn't going to do another year with them because I didn't like how... I didn't like the way that it was like every week you were going and going and going and there was no break built into it at all. Um... And there was all of this pressure on these, like, high school students to be getting these in every week on top of everything else they have to do. Um, and it was it was a lot. And I think they realized that Zoom fatigue and everybody was, like, trying to readjust and readjust and everything. So they redid their program um, to be in seasons. So now there's, like, you work for three months and you get a whole month off. And then their summer season they're i think they're saying they're doing it in oh no in sprints um i think they said seasons or sprints or something the summer section is their summer program that's in person gathered um which i haven't done in person with them yet and i'm really hoping they can do it in person this year because it's been online the past two years and let me tell you 12 hours straight of zoom for five days straight is not fun um because that's what it was when they went online you're working from 10 a.m to 10 p.m every day for i think four or five days straight um which was great and it was a lot of fun but it was exhausting anyway so the summer is their in-person thing and then they have another three months of just hello broadway and then a month for break um that sounds very strenuous it is strenuous but it's a lot better than it was um (laughs) because what they were doing before was if you were in because now what they're doing is you have hello broadway gather Way. what it was before is hello broadway and gathered were two separate things entirely so now if you sign up for a year of the academy you're getting hello broadway and gathered before you had to sign up for gathered separately and hello broadway separately so if you were doing an entire year of hello broadway and you were doing gathered there was that week of gathered or there's eight weeks of gathered rather because they have eight weeks of prep work which i think they reduced to four weeks not the point that, that... you were doing eight weeks of prep work plus the live week on top of your regular Hello Broadway work. So you are sending in two a week. 
And then when you were live in person, you still had that week's self tape for Hello Broadway to do while you were in person doing master classes in New York. So it was a lot. I love those um, kind of programs that are somewhat exclusive, be it a price wall or an experience wall or just yeah. a simple willingness to work wall that will really... This is a willingness and price wall. Oh, it's yeah. The whole, I, I, it's not meant... To, the whole point is that like you don't need experience because they, in their minds, training is Trump's experience. So they're trying to get you the training you need, not, not as much the experience you need. Um, I, I, I love very programs much... like that, though, because when you're in it and you succeed in it, you know that yeah. you're a part of a group. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's one thing I really like about this program. And it was a major aspect of my decision making when I was deciding whether I wanted to do another year um, is the team and the fact that they they really do follow you every step of your training, even if they're not directly mentoring you like they are. They know they're following your your um, your progress and they're very close and it definitely feels like a support system, especially when it's theater, when it's something that's so not supportive 80% of the time, because it's such a tense environment um, and such a competitive environment to feel like you, to know that you have a team of like professionals that are behind you. It's incredible. And there's one member of the team that was my mentor for two programs. Um, and I love her dearly that she was like also a major part of why I redid it. Cause I was like, these people have been following me for the last almost two years of my start from when I started theater training for the first to now. It's like, I don't want to lose that. Like that's some, that's so it's been so integral. That's not, is that the word? It depends on what you mean. <laughs> so important to like, I don't know, my training, I guess. Who I don't you know where are? I'm going with that. Yeah, I guess. Because it would be integral to who you are. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gave up on words about 75% through that. But yeah, I don't even remember where that started. But that's starting next week, which I'm kind of nervous because it's a lot of work. But um, I think having all of January and most of December, and I think November too, completely off from any like general theater stuff um, was really helpful to like be ready and excited to work again. Um, well, so I'm glad. I'm, I'm very glad. And they also like restructured the genres. So like each month you do a song, a dance and a monologue. And then I think they added the last week it used to be a mentorship week, but now it's putting it all together where you take your tapes from that month and you put them and compile them into a self-tape um which they never did before which i find is really neat so now you so now at the end of every month you will have a self-tape at the ready for whatever you may need it for which i think is really neat so now what they're doing is every month is a genre so like one month will be clap a week golden age one uh one month will be contemporary and then one week i think is like free style it's just like general other I think it sounds like a lot of fun. It's so much fun. And I love on the Shakespeare weeks when I get to like flex my Shakespeare knowledge. because Everybody <laughs> know what they're doing. And I'm over here like, Hey, I know what I'm doing. I am a pentameter bitches. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> we'll be in a call. Um, they'll be talking about it and I'll be like, yeah, I've been reading Shakespeare for years. I know what I'm doing. Gallop um, apace. You fiery footed steeds. <laughs> a horse, a horse. I came. 
My kingdom, huh? Um, I know no, this guy, California. In, Man. I, I sent in, I think one of the last monologues, uh, Shakespeare monologues that I did was um, the balcony scene. And it was Romeo's speech. That's so cool. And I sent that in. And one of the first notes that I got was that it's very clear that I know the language and I know what I'm saying. And I was like, hell yeah, I do. I'm sure you don't get that very often. But salt. Um, what light through yonder window breaks. I was quite proud of that self-tape, too. I was really happy, which is very rare. I, I just, remember I watching be, that. It was very good. I tend to be very, like... Hypercritical. I depict everything... Yeah. And I, like, tear everything apart so severely that if there's one little detail that I find off, I scrap the whole thing and I hate it. <laughs> um, but I think that was one of the first times that I was, like, genuinely happy about a self-tape I was submitting and like proud of it and that felt really nice and hey. it's very funny to me that it was Shakespeare because that's usually like 80% of theater kids like uncomfortable category and like where they struggle and for me to be for that to be my most comfortable is really funny to me I need to do more theater. and it also makes me think and it makes me think that like one day I will be a Shakespeare actor and I hope I am that's one thing that I really want to do if I don't do like musical theater I'd want to do like hardcore like Shakespeare, like classical acting. Well, if you do it well, you'll certainly get a lot of respect that way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Shakespeare is one of the more prestigious yeah. items of acting in the community. Well, oh, absolutely. I would say I'd imagine I know. Yeah. God, I need That's to like one thing do more theater. When I, I need to find local theater that I can like partake in. Um, Because that's one of the things I hate about being homeschooled is I don't have, like, a high school theater, like, high school drama. So I can't just, like, that can't be my source of theater experience for my high school career. Oh, man. I I wouldn't envy that. I mean, I was a part of it. I was a part of my high schools, um, both in America and England. And (laughs) it's the cringiest shit you could ever be a part of. Oh, I know it's bad, but I want, I still want it. Like, that's still one of the things, like, like, I know prom is BS, but I still want to go to prom. Well, and, yeah, like, of course. I, like, just to have the experience. Um, You've never been to prom? No. I've been homeschooled. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I've been homeschooled since middle school. Hey. I have not well, done shit. You know? Um. Like, that's one thing that I think I'm always going to be upset about. Maybe, like, I'm sure when I get older, I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, okay. But I think for a while, it's going to be, like, not having the typical school experiences, like homecoming and school dances and well proms and shit. I, um, I also feel that way occasionally, but I reassure myself and go, it's so much more valuable to do what I'm doing now. Oh, absolutely. And it was really hard those first few years that we started homeschooling and then we weren't really into, we couldn't really like, we didn't get into a flow until I started high school. Um, so it was like those first few years in middle school, I hated it. Like I didn't hate it. Like I enjoyed the freedom that I had. Like I knew that all in all, what I was learning was going to be more efficient and was going to be better suited for me than would be in a public school. But I was just so upset that I was never going to have the, like, typical school experiences that everybody has and that I was always going to be looked down upon for homeschooling. 
and it just it did not have a fun time with it um and i still have moments where i'm like i'm never gonna like have a homecoming like i'm never gonna have like a school dance unless one of my friends takes me to their prom but they're all gonna have like partners and shit so they're not gonna be taking me to their prom um but i'll get over it i'm sure <laughs> hasn't happened yet or for the past not few yet. years but you, you know no, get no it hasn't but it'll be fine um, Rowan. Yes. On that note, I need to say. You. I know. How dare you? I know. I know. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm a prick. Everyone hates rest. me. How dare you do what your body needs? I get it. I get it. I need my. Can't see this, but quotation marks. Beauty sleep. Good night, geeses. Good night, geeses.